Hello and welcome to Advisor Gold, The Missing Allocation, the show where financial professionals learn the why, how, and what to help their clients own physical gold and silver. This podcast is designed to complement the training at goldandsilveradvisors.com. I'm your host, Kerry Morris, and I work with clients and run a financial planning practice every day. We've used physical metals in our financial plans for nearly a decade, and I'm here with my co-host and friend, Ryan Long, second generation in the gold and silver business and president of National Gold Consultants, which only promotes their business through a large advisor network. If you're a consumer listening to this podcast, welcome. This is not financial, legal, or tax advice. It's education, folks, and you're welcome to have your advisor reach out to us, or you can email us directly with your questions. In this episode, we're going to answer the question, what is Fed now? This is one of those must-know topics, you guys, and how can it affect you, your clients, and the future of gold and silver? We also have our very first guest on this podcast. I can't wait for you to hear this. Now, here's my conversation with Ryan. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Advisor Gold. Uh, Carrie here, my co-host, Ryan, is normal. And we're going to answer the question today, what do advisors need to know about Fed now? And we have our first and only ever guest on the podcast today. Uh, it's a gentleman from Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, named Ray Patterson. And so Ray is an interesting guy. He's done a lot of things from an officer in the Air Force to being a NASCAR driver, to being a CFA, and he owns a company called Ocean Drive Capital. And so, and if you, you advisors out there, you know that you got to be a pretty smart fella to uh, to uh, drive a, a race car. See, you thought I was going to say to be a CFA, didn't you? <laughs> uh, but you got to be a pretty smart fella to be a CFA. So it just tells you how smart that NASCAR drivers are. Okay. Yeah, and, and level three passed it the first time. So uh, passed it the first time. Yeah. So, and Ray has a great voice. You're going to enjoy hearing today. But uh, one thing that we hope to see coming out in January is his book, and it's called All About the Money. Uh, but the subtitle is what tells the story here. It says uh, basically what the politicians and bankers don't want you to know and what the mainstream media isn't telling you. So we hope to have that coming out. Ray is basically an expert on the Federal Reserve and things like that. So with no further ado, let's jump right in, Ryan, and kind of, uh, first of all, Ray, give us a quick definition of Fed now, because, you know, a lot of guys are working in their worlds going like this, and uh, let's define Fed now. What is it? Uh, the simple version is it is the Federal Reserve's answer to implementing their version of Bitcoin into our monetary system. That's the simplest way to explain it. Um, back a few years ago, when Christine Lagarde was head of the International Monetary Fund and her counterpart over at the European Central Bank was then Mario Draghi. Okay. They got together with all of the other heads of the central banks, and they, they decided, and this was about 19, spring of 19, they said, with all of this crypto thing going on, they know crypto obviously competes with the Federal Reserve's dollar. That's huge. Gold and silver compete with the Federal Reserve's dollar. Okay. So it's competition, but they knew with the with everything happening going on with Bitcoin, the blockchain, distributed uh, technology ledgers, all of the above, 
they had to come up with something to further perpetuate the debt. Okay. Of what that's that's what the dollar is. That's what the dollar does. And by the way, as we sit here having this this morning, the national debt has now hit 34.3 trillion. We've added a trillion dollars of that funny money, thanks to the ineptitude of our wonderful 435 people in Congress. Um, that that we could we could get down that rabbit trail for an yeah, hour. Yeah. So um, on Fed now. So when you say you know it's digital currency or it's like Bitcoin. So, but how, how did they roll it out? It's not like all of a sudden they just did a switch, you know, and like, Hey, your other money's no good. So how does this actually, uh, and by the way, um, we can talk about that next, or we can broaden it to, it's actually, how did they roll it out and what's happening in the courts right now about it? And then let's talk about, you know, the everyday part life part of it. We'll finish with that. Okay. They, for five years now, Internally at the Federal Reserve, they have been referring to it as Fed coin. And if you know who Doug Casey is, um, he's been one of my financial mentors for many years now. Doug's wonderful. Um, he started talking about this about five years ago, five and a half years ago. I've been talking about it since right after that. And on July 1st of this year, they rolled it out under the name of Fed Now. Okay, they wanted to get away from it sounding like a a crypto. I mean, technically, Fed Now is a CBDC or a central bank digital currency. Hmm. People will call it a digital coin. Okay, and and the Fed has. There's even been some in the media that have come out and says, well, it's simply a crypto. And they have reversed that and spun it like they do everything. And they're like, oh, no, it's not a crypto at all. But it is a crypto because it works through the operating system of crypto, which is the blockchain through uh, distributed ledger technology. Okay, so this rolled out officially. On the first week of July, just passed, after implementing a beta test in five different cities, uh, it mainly went out to what I like to call the low-hanging fruit of (laughs) society. Uh, People just, you know, and and oh, it was very methodical, incredibly nefarious. And you're referring to banks that are the low-hanging fruit, certain banks, right? And and so Fed now is directly attached to the FDIC, the Federal mm-hmm. Deposit Insurance Corporation. So if you're with a credit union, okay, that is not a member and chartered by the FDIC, because credit unions are member owned, they have their own version of insurance. Uh, which is called the the National Credit Union's uh, Insurance Corporation. Right, right. And so if you're a member of a credit union, then that's not part of the low-hanging fruit. So, yes, and and you are protected from Fed now temporarily. 
Yeah. So, so, so Ray, you just struck a chord as far as protected temporarily as, as advisors, right. When we're, when we're, when we're educating our clients, what's, what's the big deal? What's the big concern that we have for fed now, now that we've defined what fed now is, what's the big deal? What's the concern behind it? So what, right. Okay. Let's, let's (laughs) real quick. You, you get the card in your mail. You think you've got a brand new debit card from your FDIC bank. I'll pick on Jamie Diamond for a minute. We'll use his bank, Chase. Okay. Um, you get a brand new debit card. You bank with Chase. You get a brand new debit card in your mailbox. You open it. Oh, it's real pretty. It it may. It will probably have the FedNow logo on the reverse where the mag strip is. So naturally, you're you're because we've been conditioned, we get these. Let's go activate it immediately. Okay, uh, the moment you do that, of course, that card is attached to your social security. Okay, your social security number that you have on file with that form that you signed. And most people didn't read that four point on that contract when they opened up their checking account or their savings account with, in this case, our my good friend Diamond. And so you're done. You're done. Because at that point, once you activate that card, anything and everything that is attached to how you pay your bills through that Chase account, like your Visa MasterCard payment, like your Verizon phone payment, anything that you're doing, your Netflix account, if you have one of those, anything you're using that's attached to that bank account is now attached to your FedNow card. Okay. Well, why do they do this? FedNow is quite frankly one of the final remaining tools in their already empty tool set over at the Federal Reserve. Because let's face it, they just keep coming out with all this stuff, throwing up on the wall and seeing what sticks while simultaneously playing their shell game so we don't see what's going on over here while they're really doing this over here. Okay. So the So it's attached to the card. Yes. And how does that affect how would that affect my daily life though? Okay. So you go to pay your essential bills. Most people pay them online. Mm -hmm. Okay. So any anything you pay online, this done through that primary checking account. Okay. Now the bank through FedNow can see anything and everything that Mm. you do. This further exacerbates the problem of trying to take cash out of your bank account, out of that checking account. Well, we know what the $10,000 rule is on taking out cash. They're getting ready to drop that to $5,000. Well, then Christine Lagarde, just a few weeks ago over in England, um, if you banked any, any bank over there, you were, as of, uh, it'll be four weeks this coming Monday, you were limited to taking out up to and only a 1,000 euros per day, per day, okay? This also dovetails, this is very complicated. It's complicated by design. (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's hard to cram into a 20 minute podcast, yes, right? But these people have had 110 years to perfect their game of financial chess while forcing me, you, we, the people to play checkers. <laughs> That's the simplest analogy I've come up with yet. Yeah. Describe how all, how all of this works. So, so is it like right now they're just monitoring everything? Um, yeah. Or I know we were talking earlier and they there's a like a list of prohibited transactions that even today they could stop you from making. Case in point, physical gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Case in point. We have two documented cases that have come in just recently where a gentleman in the state of Maryland and another gentleman inside of the that 91-mile beltway of the swamp in D.C. Uh, both tried to go into coin stores and purchase physical metals. Well, they pulled out their debit card attached to their bank. One of those cases was Chase Bank. And so when the coin dealer went to process that debit card at the point of sale, the gentleman was turned down. It was immediately flagged. Mm. Now, the same thing is beginning to happen with ammunition sales. Mm. Okay. All of this dovetails into the World Economic Forum or the WEF, our good friends, Klaus Schwab and George Soros over there with that group, which dovetails into environmental social governance and or ESG, as well as DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. These are the things that the mainstream media isn't telling us any about. They're all interconnected. They are all designed to control every single thing that we do in going forward. Okay, so go ahead, Ryan. Do you have something? I, I was just going to say, Ray. So you mentioned uh, debit cards related, right? Well, what happens? I mean, so that's obviously your digital side of of your of your currency. What happens if what happens if that individual went into that coin shop and was like, "No, my debit card was declined. Let me write you a check for the gold and silver." What would have happened? The can The check would would be, would be returned back to the coin shop. Hmm. For sure, huh? Okay. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Okay, so you officially just freaked us out, right? Um, so, like anybody listening to this, uh, you know, because I don't know about you all, but this is the first time I've heard of it getting to the point where an actual transaction could be declined by this system. Okay. And this is why it's being fought in the courts, right? So there's a big legal battle going on. Let's take about five minutes and try to try to kind of wrap this up to the point at least we can put a little pin in it. Um, yeah, because that's really freaky. Yeah. So what I heard was, um, at, at the current time, if, if you did the research, you're listening to this today and you checked it all out, you could move things to a credit union as one option, uh, to not have this as part of your life at this point, regardless of what happened in the future. I mean, let's just take the last five minutes and let, let's ask you this, Ray, look into the future. Okay. Past the court battles in your best estimate. What what do you think will how this will play out? What would your best guess be in the next couple of years, two or three years? Well, this is where politics meets Main Street. Yeah, Ray calls it the politics of money, you guys, and that's why the book's called "It's All About the Money" because to them it is. it is. But go ahead. What do you what do you foresee? 
depending on what happens next November, is going to tell a lot. If a certain person comes back into power, okay, one of that gentleman's missions was to eliminate the Federal Reserve and as such their collection arm, the Infernal Revenue Service, which I am all for. Okay, that's that's why you see this back behind me right here. Okay, I, I was very serious about that oath that I took all those years ago to protect and to defend that right there behind me. Yeah, that flag. Yep. That includes real money. We've got to get back to sound money, real money. One of the wonderful things I love about my relationship with, with National Gold Consultants is what they are doing as well to promote sound money, real money. We've got to get away from this currency crap that can be printed infinitum. And another reason that FedNow is being put out there is because the Federal Reserve is this close from starting to eliminate. They want to eliminate cash. They want to eliminate it out of the system. They want to force us to do everything electronically, and they want us to do it over the Fed Now card so they can not only see it, because with cash, the number one problem there is they can't necessarily see it once they print it, and therefore they can't tax it. Mm-hmm. And there, there's where it is. Uh, so you're going to hear these things from the media that, uh, well, you know, you, you know, we, we have to get rid of cash because it's being used by terrorists and drug dealers. Well, okay, Big Pharma is the drug dealer and <laughs> Congress. So, you know, it, 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 it's the way they spent it. Oh, well, so, that was perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, okay. Well, Ryan, um, from NGC's perspective, you know, you guys haven't seen any issues yet or anything like that. I, I'll just say my last comment is I, I have a faith in we, the people, that we will find some way to, um, you know, push this back, not be controlled. I mean, the American people are do not have any appetite for being controlled at all, even though there's a lot of people asleep, obviously. And, and so somebody's got to get the word out, but from NGC's perspective, what you, you take the final comments here and we'll wrap up. Yeah. I mean, obviously Ray, you know, what you, what you're speaking about here and and talking about is, is, is huge. I mean, it's, this is a, uh, for, for individuals that aren't aware of what's happening behind the scenes, this is a, a very sobering thing to be talking about, you know, and, and, you know, so I, I'm one of those carry that I've been, I've been sounding the alarm on what I call getting out of the system for, for many years now. Um, you know, even, even getting out of cash, uh, because what is your cash actually worth? It's private for now, but if our dollar continues to be uh, devalued, uh, what is that actually worth? So I obviously, you know, being the president and owner of national gold consultants, what do you think I'm personally doing with my cash and my, my currency, not my money, my currency that's sitting in the system inside of a bank. So this is this carry and Ray, this is a this is a in my mind an alarming bell to all of us advisors out there right now that have all of our clients, even ourselves, fully engulfed into this um, central bank system. 
it's it's time to it's time to step up whether that is is obviously you know getting getting involved with a credit union for now but i i personally really think if if this fed now continues to uh, you know unveil and, and unravel through all their systems that this is just a temporary you know thing so we need to stand up by getting our clients and ourselves into sound money which is physical gold and silver yeah absolutely all right, folks. Well, we want to keep this to our normal time frame. But we know we cracked open a lot of things today. Just want to say a huge big thank you to Ray for hopping you, on Ray. with us. And, uh, you know, man, first and only guest ever of Advisor Gold <laughs> Podcast. You know, that's pretty cool. Um, and cool. I look forward to having, having you back. So you all have a great day and we'll see you in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs>